For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Miss Kev on stage, and I'm joined by my husband and co-host. The Kev on stage. And we are continuing our session where we're talking about 17 lessons in 17 years. And uh, we ended the episode from last week, which was really five minutes ago, because we're really just shooting this all on the same day, talking about a really uh, impactful, I was going to say funny, but it's actually not funny at all, a really impactful incident that happened between Kevin and I uh, 20 years ago, and then like eight years ago, and then we've recently been able to like come full circle in regards to this moment. And we're live on our Patreon, and we received this question from Amanda, and it says, I have a question for Liz. Do you think subconsciously the -the jack-in-the-box car incident is why you were so reluctant to quit your job before you started owning being an influencer? And my answer is an unequivocal, resounding, absolutely 100% yes. Completely yes. Her soul uh, you, said yes. When you read the um, uh, the story that's on my Instagram, and I leave out a lot of the details, but this is the incident that I'm referring to. Something that's always really important is that you are coming into a relationship with a framework that exists based on how you were taught from your parents. Right. What your mom and yes. your dad instilled in you, Ooh, you gonna tell is them? what you are brought, what you are bringing into a relationship. So what's important here, the reason I bring that up is because my dad was raised by a strong, independent black woman. His dad wasn't really in his life. And so she was very much like, I don't need nobody. I'll, I'll do what I need to do. This woman was very independent, very like, she she had her stuff in order. Even when she passed, her stuff was in order. Yeah. My dad took from that, especially having three girls, don't ever put yourself in a position to depend on anyone. And when I, man, woman, boy, child, girl, it, anyone. Now watch this. I must just peek my head in here. This is part of the reason I imagine, you never said this, Melissa had a job from she was like 14. Yes. I've, Babysitting, paper I've, routes. I've done paper routes at, yeah, about four, when you're in like seventh or eighth grade, yeah. whatever age that is. I, I did paper routes around uh, the military base. We can get paid a bunch of money, but I, you know, I always had some money. I always had some money. Uh, babysitting. Uh, I did paper routes when we moved to Washington, and then I started working at KFC, and then I transitioned to the bank. I had work study when we were in college, and then I was in a management training program at a bank and kept that job until I got into aerospace. Like, I've I've always worked. Always, always, always. And it's definitely something uh, you guys, you know, you're probably at least somewhat familiar also with my money story, especially watching my dad seeing the way I just had this conversation with my dad recently. Uh, talking about how he remembers watching his mom sit at a, a, a kitchen table writing bills. Really? And that's the memory you I have of him. I said that's the exact memory I have of him. Uh, sitting down at a kitchen b- table writing out wow. checks. Because, this, of course, is before online banking and all of that. So he's literally with his checkbook, stuffing envelopes and balancing his checkbook. Like, that was my dad. That's what he's probably why I went into banking. But, like, absolutely, that's what I saw. And so, uh, and there was always, you know, my parents were young. They handled it. They did the best they can. They did. They did the best they could. But we didn't have no whole bunch of money either. So that conversation of money was always a topic and Mm -hmm. something I was very much aware of that we didn't have a lot of it. And so all of that is going to play a role in, again, the way that I entered this relationship. So you frame a person that has that as a foundation and then you have this incident and everything inside of me is now ringing with 
ding, ding, ding. This is exactly what my dad was talking about. Ding, 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 ding. You remember this. Cold red, cold. The enemy is here. The enemy is here. This all sounds very familiar to you. I'm spitting. This sounds very familiar to you. You've prepped for this. You've prepared for this. You know what's happening here. Bet. 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 I'm completely. Won't catch me slipping. Won't I catch bet me you lacking. won't catch me another time. Don't worry about me. I'll always have, always be able to do. What Beyonce say, me and my baby's going to be all right. Like, honestly, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm being funny, but also, like, not at all no, funny. No, you're not being funny like, at all. I mean, really, that is funny, but you weren't playing. Yeah, right. I absolutely, it was absolutely uh, played a role into that. I do not want, again, because my interpretation of this moment is about is about power. Yes. And so uh, I, I, I can't allow you, or I can't not even allow you, I cannot allow myself to be put in a position where this can be used against me, especially if in my self-righteous indignation, I'm feeling like I never did that to you. Right unbeknownst to me 20 years ago i did but in that moment that's what's happening now watch this can we complete the whole circle complete the whole circle so when i'm going on tour i'm connecting back to a time prior to melissa and i having kids and wanting to get back to where it was just me and her Mm -hmm. prior to kids we did all the play stuff together melissa was a stage manager she was at every rehearsal at every play had a humongous part in the stuff it was a great great time when I'm expecting her, because she said she was going to quit her job. So in my mind, we are finally going to get back close. We're going to be doing this together. I won't have to do because I pretty much built Kev on stage, the page alone. Playmakers, we did the Playmaker stuff. Kev on stage was always me by myself. I didn't really collab with a lot of people. I couldn't. Not that I didn't want to. I just really couldn't. Right. I did most of my stuff at home. Melissa decides, after telling me she was going to quit her job, she decides not to. Mm-hmm. Do I take that as just, I'm not quitting my job? No. <laughs> I take that as, you don't believe in me. Mm -hmm. You don't think this will work. I have to now prove to you that you were wrong about me. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, now here's the part where I was talking about in the previous episode. In my family structure, I, I was always good at sports, football, basketball, played AAU, things like that. But people didn't come to support me. Melissa actually came to more games in two years of high school life than my entire family came in my whole life. So I'm proving to them they were wrong about me. And now Melissa has went from support person to somebody else that I need to prove right. wrong. Oh, you don't think this tour is going to work? You're going to go rely on this regular job? Bet. <laughs> I'm going to show you what. That's funny. Keep going. Yeah. I'm going to show you. Now, part of it was, so you see how an offhand comment, an argument about something that was happening in the present but connected back to 20 years ago makes her make the decision of I'm not going to quit my job just in case he goes flip mode on right. me. And I'm like, oh, you don't want to quit your job. You don't believe in me. So now I'm going to continue on this path. And actually, at the same time, my brother had gotten sick. So it's going to be me, Melissa, and Jason, right. which was the group that did the plays. Then Jay gets sick. Right. And she backs out, so it's back to me on my own. Right. So I hire a producer, hire the comedians, and in my mind, I put Melissa in a different box. Right. A box of people who don't believe in me who must be shown that they are wrong about me. And you don't want your wife to be in that position. And here's the other part that, to her credit, in our marriage, her role was always... If it all goes wrong, I got a job because I had gotten fired before, mm. was on the brink of getting fired again at Boeing. By the grace of Actually, God. Actually, I believe that. You no, probably weren't on the brink of getting fired. No, maybe though. not at Boeing. Yeah. They had a hard time firing people. Yeah. I was going to get moved around, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But her role had always been, if it all goes to hell, I, I'll be the safety net. Right. Now that role is not necessarily necessary anymore. But that's another reason why she worked her job. Part of it because I, she wouldn't give me the power. The other part of it is because... If it all goes to crap, I, I got us like I've had us in the past, even before me getting fired, just like we have extra money and safety because yeah. I work. But all these things happen because of four incidents. Yeah. Life changing. Yeah. Kicking me out of the car in 2000, re-kicking you out of the car in 2014, mm -hmm. probably. Uh, that makes you be like, 
ah, you ain't gonna get me again. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my job, which makes me be like, you don't trust me. I'll show you and branch timeline. Loki and Mobius is working together because there's there's That's a branch true. timeline. They yeah, gotta go. I, the, 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 that is the thing about uh, you know when I call them inciting incidents is like literally mm. in movies. Nexus events. Yes. That's what those were. Yes, Nexus events. Yeah, literally in movies, uh, they set up a world. And then something happens, and then that's literally the start of the movie. Like, the whole plot of the movie starts because of whatever that inciting incident uh, is. So you set up a world that's one way, this event happens, and then the world is changed. It's shifted. It's different. It's taken on a different path. And that's often what happens in relationships. We have these inciting incidents, and we cannot go back to what was. Your world is completely different now. And by human nature, you can't go, I can't not know this now. You can't. It's like, imagine how different our relationship would have been if on that jack-in-the-box night, right. I fell asleep. Yeah. You find the jack-in-the-box you're looking for. You don't feel like I would power over you. We don't have that argument. I never say the car thing again because there's no other time that that happened. Yeah. Our relationship could have looked very different right now. But sure. obviously, you can't go back. I'd love to get a, a reset charge, go back and be like, jack-in-the-box, yes, Melissa, I support you in your way of you think this is. It was there, right? by the way. But your marriage isn't about wishing you could have time back. No, it's sometimes about- it is. I'm actually going to do a, a post on regret. Okay. I think. I'm I was still working say, it out. I mean, what I mean is you can only deal with what actually happened. Oh, sure. You're right. Not what you wish would have happened. Yes. Like, of course you wish you wouldn't have said, I wish I would have just left that stupid jack-in-the-box thing alone. It was just a, it was a meaningless thing. Yeah, it was, it was five minutes of life change. Yeah. If it wasn't there. Right, right, right. The one I knew is five minutes there. Like uh, that's actually something I learned. I used to say something about everything mm-hmm. when you're driving this and you, in the, the, you, we talked about it. Like you always question me saying mm-hmm. something. A lot of times I just be quiet now, even if I am right. Yes. And the jogging box isn't there. It's five minutes of my life. Right, 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 right. right. I'm not going to die. You know, so sometimes it's just about letting things go, which is a lesson I've learned Mm -hmm. because so many of the times I have said something, it'd be, and there's more Jack in the Box stories. They're not nearly as bad, but there's a lot of times where I said something that didn't have to be said and I would have just hushed up a little bit, little bit. It would have been, it would have been a totally different thing. And I think that's a, that's a lesson to learn, but I've been telling Melissa a lot. There's no way to be married for as long as we have. And as long as we plan, we're only, we're not even 40 we live to be 70, She's, 80, 90. Hey, girl, you ready? Bro, there's it's 40 knocking at the door. Yeah, 40 is on the ETA. Yes, she Three is. minutes. Yes, yes. But we're going to be married another 20, 30, 40 years, however long we live. There's all types of stuff that sure. we're going to have to learn and change. Yeah. So the things that happen now are going to be instrumental for how we handle them moving forward. And with that, let's take a quick break. All right, we're going to take a break from the episode right now to tell you about one of our podcast sponsors, and that is Paint Your Life. With social media, none of us have pictures up in our home anymore. I remember going to folks' homes when I was a kid, and they would pull out photo albums, and you would go through, and people would share their life experiences, and when this person was a baby, and yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't do that anymore. They don't. It was such a good time. It was. And so Paint Your Life is trying to capture some of that by taking your pictures and turning them into professional, hand-painted, portrait um, portraits that you can hang up and put up in your home on display and not just pull up Instagram to search and look for photos. It is very easy. They have a world-class, um, they have world-class artists that work with them until every detail is perfected. They use friendly platforms that you can have custom made uh, hand portraits in less than five minutes. It's quick and easy. You just simply send a picture of yourself, your child, your family, your dog, your pet, your whatever, and you can uh, have the picture turned into a painting or you can even combine paintings or photos into one painting. It is the perfect birthday gift, anniversary gift, wedding gift. My dad's birthday and um, uh, Father's Day just passed. And we just recently had him uh, sent him one of these paintings of my boys when they were younger. And he called and was like super excited about it. And so I was excited about that because it's a meaningful gift that people don't often have anymore. 
At paintyourlife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money is refunded, guaranteed. And right now, as a limited time offer, you will get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off and free shipping. To get this special offer, text the word OUR Hour. to 64000. Text hour to 64,000. Text hour to 64,000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Terms apply. Available at paintyourlife.com slash terms. Again, text hour to 64,000. And now back to the show. All right. No, I absolutely agree that uh, we what we say and what we do, it absolutely matters. You have to be uh, cognizant of what you say and what you do. But even more importantly than that, I think uh, I, I do have a post I'm working on. Actually, it might come up today uh, about apologizing. This is the thing. You're not going to get it right all the time. No. I'm not going to get it right all the time. No. He's not going to get it right all the time. No. That's OK. Yes. Apologize. It's Talk never about too it. late to apologize. Because when you don't. Again, it allows room for your imagination to go wild. Oh, man. The narrative you tell yourself is always that you are the victim. Yes. And if I'm the victim, who yes. is the aggressor? Who is the uh, the villain Kevin in my is. story? And in, in who is the villain in Who's my history Aaron books? Aaron Burr. Uh, and so if you're not able to clear the air in that way so he can say this is what was happening with me okay yeah. this is what was happening with me okay we've cleared that we've got it together and we can move on that stuff it festers inside of you and it erodes your relationship yes fester and erodes are good it, words because they they both imply it takes time yes and that's what and honestly that i do think when you hear of these people that are divorcing after so many years it's all of that unspoken anger uh and resentment and unvoiced uh expectations that have gone uh, you know for so many years and you get to a point where you're tired or you don't believe things can be fixed because it's so much it's built up the house is now flooded and when yes. you do have a conversation it's about everything mm -hmm. in some ways resolving these issues keeping the loki analogy going is going back and cleaning up the timeline because mm -hmm. although I can't change how you feel about what I said, now that you know that's not how I felt and you can corrective, uh, you have the corrective action of knowing actually he didn't mean that. Yeah. Not that what I said was right. Yes. But what you, the way you took it was not what I was saying. And then you have the new data be like, and that's actually the only time he made me feel like that. Yes. Moving forward, I can have a, a more of a fresh start. And then we do have the benefit of therapy. Somebody said, what you're telling me is I should be in therapy now. Yes, one thing that therapy has shown me on the personal tip is how I am better able to identify and express my feelings. Yes. And if I, we are so much better off with me just being able to say, Melissa, this made me feel like this. Or not even what she did to me. Like, I'm feeling like this about life. It, right. it opens my opens us up to conversations we might not have been having before. Like, and I, we just had this conversation. I'm not going to tell you guys exactly what I said. But I'm able to say, you know what, Liz, I think I acted in this way, in this scenario, unrelated yeah. to our relationship. Yeah. And when you can do that about other things, then you're more likely and able I, to do it about your relationship as well. In this specific example, I was actually, uh, I was happy, but also proud that you had that self-revelation <laughs> because it was evident then, but I'm happy that you were able to see it now. Because now, thank you. But now, if that happens again, I probably could be like, let me pause. Yeah, yeah, How yeah. am I acting? How am I reacting to this? Right. Am I, do I really need this? Am I reacting because of something I saw? Am I moving because of this? Is this a necessary need? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I made this decision prior to therapy. Yeah, yeah. This was just like. Oh, was it? Maybe. Yeah, I feel like it was. I don't know. No, not all therapy because I started back at the old house. Oh, okay. Uh, I ain't all the way good yet. Yeah, uh, none of us are. But anyway. And if I do this better yes. as a person, yeah. I'll, I'll show. That's why therapy is good for personal. But you also show up as a better partner and better employee. Absolutely. Like I was telling Tahir and them, I'm working on Tahir. We were doing Squadcast and he didn't hit record on the Zoom. And I saw it and I said, hey, th this isn't recording. And he was like, oh, no, I got it. I got it. I was like, okay. Ten minutes into the shoot, he hits the record button, and you know Zoom is now like now recording. Yeah, it sure is. And I was like, I I said that. Mm -hmm. So uh, Pat was like, Why don't you ask him again? I said because I'm working on not micromanaging. Mm -hmm. Saying it once was actually I shouldn't have even done that. Right. But I'm trying to be a good teammate. 
but I'm learning to let my team rock. That means if they say they got it, they got it. Mm -hmm. They make mistakes. That, that has to happen. Otherwise, I'm always double-checking. Mm -hmm. And one thing I really had to learn, and we'll move to the next point, I be micromanaging like I don't make no mistakes. Yes. You're telling me you never, ever made a mistake. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, that was good. Uh, okay, anything else you wanted to add on there? No, nah, no, nah, you good. Okay, so the next one is seasons. Seasons. The seasons that we uh, feel. This is really acknowledging that the season that you were in today will change. That could be a good or a bad thing. It could mean that the really great season that you're in will change and maybe things won't mm -hmm. be as good. Or the really bad season that you're in can change and things can get better. Ooh, I got an analogy. Can I say it? Yes. We went to a vineyard. In Napa, mm -hmm. and the the sommelier was saying, "This this uh, what's it called? This vintage from this year." He was like, "This was a really bad weather year." Yeah, yeah, it was. And mm -hmm. this tastes like this as a result. And the entire vintage from that year tastes like that. And another vintage, they had wildfires. Yeah. And he was like, basically, a little smokiness got into the wine. The entire vintage yeah. feels like that. That doesn't mean the entire uh, uh, vineyard and all their wines are bad. But right. some years, bad stuff happened, and, right. it, and, and it has that mark right. moving forward, and they make adjustments and things like that. And I think marriages are a lot like that. Absolutely. You have seasons that are bad, just like sports teams. And sometimes you can be like the Boston Red Sox. You have so many bad seasons, you think you're cursed. Even when you're close to winning, you think you're cursed. Mm. But by the grace of the ever living God. They're in this year? Yeah. Well, not this year. They've won like five world championships uh. in the last 10 years. But uh, they were approaching this season like we're cursed. So when something went bad, they'd be like, well, that's because we're the cursed. cursed. And, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. But then when you win, you're like, we're winners. Yes. And now they doggone come back and right. then they win and stuff like that. And I think relationships can be like that in a lot of ways. You cannot base your, like, sometimes you have a bad season, you just have to throw that away. Right. That season was trash. We got through it. Quarantine season was a tough season for us. It was tough. But there were some good things we learned from it yeah. that you can take into better seasons, and it'll prepare you for the next season. Yeah. Can I have you and in I, your bag, baby boy? And Thank I think you. that's the thing about seasons is recognizing that they do change, and there's some things that you have to carry into. I, in, in my post, I was talking about that at the change of seasons, some people overhaul their wardrobe, some people pack their stuff up and mm -hmm. put it away, and some people, wait, let me make sure I get all of them right. Uh, overhaul, throw away, or stow away, so or throw it away. Like, this is no longer what I want to bring into this new season. I'm throwing it away. We all kind of go through that. You kind of purge mm -hmm. your wardrobe and decide mm -hmm. what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how we have to think about our relationships is constantly evaluating what is it that we're doing now that I need to keep and bring forward yep. into this new season? What am I doing now that actually is no longer applicable or necessary for this new season and should be thrown away? And what is something that we can grow upon, tweak, change, whatever, overhaul yeah. in order to make it what it needs to be in this new season and if you're not constantly doing that you will bring old habits into a new season Ooh. and they will no longer suit you hey Where that's you good oh, okay that's all yeah okay. no that's good i think that's what we do often you don't want to you know the bad stuff you don't want to bring forward but we also don't want to leave the good stuff yeah. in an old season as you're approaching a new season and i think we you know you could be guilty of doing either or absolutely and so just being aware of the season that you're in understanding what's needed and what's not uh will help you navigate the current season better we should take a quick break. Thank you. Okay, we're going to take a really quick break here to tell you about our best friend, your best friend, Joshua's best friend, and her name is Honey. Honey, honey. She is your literal girlfriend, guy friend, you know, Barbara, that has the hookups <laughs> everywhere at 30,000 stores. Imagine your friend having a hookup at 30 stores online. 30,000 stores. 30,000. Thank you. 30,000 stores online. The days of searching for coupons is gone. Over. Very much so gone. I personally have been doing a lot of shopping 
because we're going on vacation yes, here soon has. and I've been needing outfits and I got the little honey extension on my computer. I just click a button and she'd be like, hold on, girl, hold on. Before you check out now, let me just go and check the interwebs, see if I can get you with the discount. And she'd be coming through. Sometimes it's a percentage off. Sometimes it's free shipping. Like she'd be coming through like legit, honey, she'd be doing the things. Um, Looking out for you is what she'd be doing. That's exactly what she be doing. Honey has found over 17 million members and over two billion dollars in savings if you don't already have honey you could straight up be missing out on free ship savings it's literally free and installs in just a few seconds and by getting it you're doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast i'd never recommend something i don't use and actual joshua uses it as well get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash love that's joinhoney.com slash love also want to tell you about ritual very quickly uh uh, it's an amazing, amazing multivitamin company that you know and trust, okay? Look, you guys see me getting ripped tonight. R.I.P. that. Hey. But protein powders can feel intimidating. No pain, no gain. Their formulas are opaque, not just because they're a powder. But the truth is, deep down, as in like cellular level deep, we all need protein. True. And it's about more than just our muscles. So our team of scientists, hello, Harvard, reimagine protein from the ground up and inside out. From how it's made to who it's made for and why it's needed. The result is a delicious plant-based protein offered in three premium formulations for distinct life stages and unique nutrient needs. All made with the same high standards approach and commitment to traceability that Ritual is known for. Whether you're going to do reps or more into dog walks, introducing essential protein here to shake things up. Listen. I ain't going to hold y'all. I know, although I look ripped and muscular, and I am, I'm not the guy who just goes into my local GNC and knows exactly what to get, okay? I don't know. I'm, there's just so many options. I'd be completely, completely flabbergasted by all the choices. But because I also trust Ritual for my multivitamins, when they came out with this essential protein, I said, well, listen, I know Ritual ain't nothing me, never done me wrong, so I'm going to stick beside him. Oh, yeah, I'm going to stick beside him. So here, Here's why you want this protein. Number one, support your daily health for tomorrow as much as today. Made with nutrients to support bones, brains, and muscles and help maintain muscle mass as you age. And also, it's a protein powder with a good taste. Look, because protein powders normally are not good. They're not. They're chalky, They're chalky. So but this is delicious handcrafted vanilla flavor made from a direct from farmer vanilla bean extract sustainably harvest, harvested in Madagascar. In terms of standard, Madagascar. RPs are sustain, RPs are sustainably grown and regeneratively framed right here in the United States of America. No added sugar, no sugar alcohols, and like all ritual products, essential protein is a soy-free, gluten-free, and formulated with non-GMO ingredients. So listen to this. Why not shake up your ritual to make Trying something new, less scary. Ritual offers a money-back guarantee if you're not 100% in love. Plus, our listeners get 10% off during your first three months. Just visit ritual.com slash love hour. Love hour. To add essential protein today. That's ritual.com slash love hour. Love hour. To add essential protein today. And now, back to the show. All right, so I think that's it on seasons. There's not too much more there. Seasons. So I wanted to move on to vulnerability. Let me tell you what, man. Forget this is my, vulnerability. My, this is one of my favorite ones. I love it then. Vulnerability is something that I had to learn. I'm having to learn. Correct. This was not required of me early in our marriage or even in the middle, but it is required of me in this season. Yes. And it is not natural for me. I, I think vulnerability is hard for most people because it is a way, myself included, because of uh, protection. It's, it's self-preservation. Uh, to be vulnerable literally means to be exposed or, uh, well, exposed to a, a possible threat or an yep. attack. Yep. Literally. So if I am going to be vulnerable with someone, it literally means I'm giving you the ammunition to then shoot back at me later should you decide. Yes. To yes. betray my trust. That's self-preservation. Walls go up and you say, I bet you I won't get you. I'm going to give you the ammunition to shoot me. How about no? 
<laughs> See, that makes so much sense. Yeah, Your mind's I, like, I'm not, you're going to shoot me. I ain't going to hand you the bullets. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I think vulnerability is hard for most, if not all, all people. That's why they say, uh, Brene Brown often talks about, it takes courage and bravery to be vulnerable. We yeah. often think about vulnerability, vulnerability in terms of weakness, but it actually is, it, it requires a lot of strength to be vulnerable with someone because you understand the risk. Yeah. Listen, it's another example of something that is hard if it's been taken advantage of in your prior life. Yes, and, and this it doesn't is why have it's be, important. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be by your romantic partner. It yeah. could be family member or it can be previous romantic partners. You gave your heart to this person, they stumped on it. Okay, my bad. Let me get my heart back healed. Give it to this person, they cheat on you. Okay, well, dang, that's whack. Okay, give it to this person, they're abusive. Oh, well, shoot. Or they make me feel bad. Now it's to you, and it's like, oh, I, these four people did this. Yes. I'm going to keep you at a distance Yes, just because the last couple of times, it's human nature. Absolutely. We are animalistic by nature. If I got burnt four times, I'm not going to keep going over there. You starting to look familiar, ah, it's going to be tough. Or if I've been vulnerable to you in the past and you use it against me, my mind's like, I'm not going to give you that chance again. So that's why you have to be really careful with a person who's in a relationship with that's being vulnerable with you because if you make them feel like they made a mistake in doing that and now you are the actual person who who I you, oh you look the same yes the last time I did this you made me feel like crap I ain't gonna be doing that and now you're the one that's suffering as a result yeah and the the thing about it though is that without that level of of um Intimacy is the word I'm, I have a post about intimacy as well that I'm working on. I have like several of these clearly that I'm <laughs> working on. Uh, vulnerability brings a level of emotional intimacy, a level yeah. of connection because you're exposing yourself and, and I'm allowing me in in a way that most people will not yes. be able to. Without that, there is a certain shallowness to your relationship. One thousand percent. That. It's hard to overcome. Yes. And I think that's why it's so important to be vulnerable. But I also think that's why it's important when someone is receiving. Because what they're really saying is, I trust you to be a safe space for me. Yes. If you turn around and use that then against them, you you don't get an you often don't get an opportunity to be to to reestablish that trust and that yes. safe space again and that's hard and that's why we have to be really com or not comfortable we have to be really um careful when someone is sharing their life in that way to protect that and not then use it against them later 1000 million percent i think I don't think you can have a long-term relationship. I don't think you can have a healthy relationship. Yeah, the weaponizing. They said you can weaponize. weaponizing. Them, that's a great word. Thank yeah. you, uh, Alma. Weaponizing vulnerability. You're going to be the one who suffers as a result. Yes. You're going to be the one who suffers as a result. Uh, I don't think you can have a healthy relationship without vulnerability. Now I realize. I wasn't completely un invulnerable, non-vulnerable. Non sure. But you do you really think that? I, yes. I don't know what the right word is, so that sounded good to me. No, I'm saying you don't think I was being completely not vulnerable. Oh, I was talking about the non-vulnerability. Yeah. yeah. But I think in the deepest, <laughs> darkest, my head is like a shark's fin. I was protective of, of that. Yeah. And I don't even really, I, I don't even can't really point to why. I told Melissa this. Uh, I don't know if you believed it. But I was telling her, you want me to share the deepest, darkest parts of myself. I don't even deal with that my own self. Right, right, right. That's where therapy, again, I know we talk about this a lot, but shoot, I don't know other way to say it. I had to understand it for myself before I could share it with her. Right, right, I can't right, share right. a feeling with you that I don't honestly uh, admit exists. Right, 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 right. So, and you wasn't going, and listen, in this season, you was not allowing 06 Kevin to, to be there. It's like, I'm going to give you a sports analogy. LeBron James, my favorite. I love him, the Betty Munches. But he's 36. Is he really? I'm 36. He cannot run, jump, do everything he did when he was 24, 25. Mm -hmm. His mind remembers that he used to be able to do that. That does not matter. I got to play a different way or I got to, you know, do my body the same way. The same thing happened. Melissa and I cannot go back to the years in our marriage where we didn't have kids. Right. And man, remember how much time we used to spend together? We, that it doesn't we have kids now yes we have kids now and they, it's not going back you're not going back it, well, so it's counterproductive. we will have a season when they are yeah but it's not going back to pre-kids you will oh, always yeah. have kids they'll just be gone yes yes so as much as we enjoyed that and when we were first married man, we had very little stressors no kids no real job we were literally in college yeah uh sleeping all day friday no classes right we didn't have to we can't do that now 
No. Now we got a doggone shoot eight billion podcasts to take a one week vacation. <laughs> we can never truly vacation. That's the one thing. Let me tell you what a entrepreneurship they don't tell you about. They do not tell you this part. You ain't never fully gonna be on vacation. Oh, ever. I was just fussing at well, not fussing at, but fussing at Joshua. I was talking to him. I wasn't fussing at him. Yeah, You're fussing his direction. Yeah, I was. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, bro, we can go and stay in whatever hotel we want, but you gonna shoot a podcast in there? <laughs> you just ain't no really no other way around it. Or you're gonna shoot crazy before you go there. Yes. And in this season, that's why the vulnerability is so important because Melissa and I don't have as much time together as we used to. So the time we have together has to count. Has to matter. Has to be real. That surface stuff. How was your day? How was your day? No, that's not gonna be enough to to keep you in this season. Amen. Amen. We're moving on. All right, we're gonna take the final break right now. We'll be back in just a moment. All right, we're gonna take one final break here and tell you loyal listeners about Noom. Listen, knowing knowing you guys, it, it's essential. You guys are like me. We are trying to work out. We're trying to do the right thing. But at the end of the day, sometimes we get off track. Okay? It's, it's coming up on what? Fourth of July? We don't celebrate that. Okay? But maybe by Labor Day, we want to still be looking good. Well, Noom's here for that, man. Noom is different than any other weight loss scenario. Okay? It's not a beat you over the head angry, beat you down type of situation. It's a psychology-based approach. Instead of setting a strict set of rules, Noom empowers you, the listener, with knowledge to build smarter, more sustainable habits and behaviors. Because at the end of the day, any flash-in-the-pan diet thing, you're going to lose fast, you're going to gain fast. And Noom ain't about that. It's about sustainability. Using a cognitive behavioral approach, you'll focus on the why instead of what to change your relationship with eating. Everybody's journey is different. So Noom customizes a program for you based on your personal goals. Nothing, I repeat, nothing is off limits. Nothing's totally off limits. Keep foods you you love eating, but maintain a healthier balance. And off day is totally okay. It won't set you off course. Noom gently gets you back on track and only asks for 10 minutes of your day to teach you about your eating habits and check in on your products. Now, listen this. I recently kind of, you know, injured my back and I tend to get completely off track if I suffer any sort of energy injury. I don't only stop working out. I stop eating right as well. But most of us know that the eating right is equally as important, if not more important than the working out. And Noom was like, Kev, okay, you missed a couple of days working out, but you don't have to fall off track eating right. You still get back on track. And I actually got back on track today thanks to Noom because I'm working towards a healthier, fitter me. I've got a long-term plan of being in a better, more toned body. By the time I turn 40 years old, I'm taking my time, and Noom is helping me keep my goals on track. And you can enter your a specific goal or date or an event in the Noom app, and it allows you to track toward that date. And I want that for you. So here's what I want you to do. Start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up today for your free trial at noom.com slash love hour. Love hour. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash love hour. Love hour. Get started today. And now back to the show. We're back. Thank you to our sponsors. What's the next one, Liz? The next one is me. This is another one of my favorite ones. Uh, because I struggle with posting this. And actually, I didn't realize there's like a 2,200 character limit on Instagram. Is there really? Yes, I was unaware. I believe it's 2,200 because I had more than 2,200 characters. And it was like, girl, I can't post all of this. You're going to have to remove some stuff. I never got close. I didn't even know there was a limit. I feel like some of those captions either. are endless. Yeah, no, she definitely was like, stop. You wrote too much. Take some stuff out. What do you out. think this is, Tumblr? It, it took me a good while to... <laughs> take stuff out and still have it like kind of make sense. Some of these are a little choppy, but it literally did take me a little while to kind of figure this one out. But the reason why this one was so important to me, it kind of, uh, it, it, it kind of lives off the backs of differentiation that I always remember me in us. You posted a picture of you by yourself. Too. I did. You look good because you I, look wa- good. I wanted it to represent that 
that even in women, hear me clear, men too, but women, hear me clear. Even in your relationship, do not forget about you. Yeah. And that doesn't always mean nails, eyebrows, hair, pedicures. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always mean that. Sometimes it means knitting because you enjoy it and it's what you want to do. Sometimes it and means masturbation it. because nobody knows how to make you feel good like you know how to make yourself Perhaps feel good. Perhaps that is what it is for you. Sometimes it means going yeah. to the farmer's market and looking at the flowers because you just really love and enjoy fresh flowers. Sometimes it means saying, eat me out from the back because your mother Gertrude. Y'all thought we was done? Listen, Another episode. that's what mother Gertrude wants, Chad, <laughs> that's what makes her feel good. God bless you, mother. God we, bless you. Listen, Tony Baker, the me and his relationship, he loves watching movies. Who? Tony. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves to go by himself to a movie theater uh, and, and watch a movie and completely tune out the whole world. And he was really down when he couldn't do it. And I think, although that's a small thing, that is his, it's his that's thing. That's his thing, yeah. you know? I think taking it, because... If you don't, when your kids do leave or whatever it is that you're kind of consuming yourself mm -hmm. with, when that eventually ends or dissipates or you transition into a new season, for me, I had I'm I'm going through a season of like, hi Melissa, nice to meet you again. Mm -hmm. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you're interested in. What don't you like? What are, what do you like? What are your passions? All of those conversations I'm currently having because there was a disconnect of me with me. Yeah. Fully aware of how I operate as a mom, fully aware of how I operate as a wife, fully aware of how I operate in the corporate world, not fully aware of how Melissa just shows up as Melissa. That's good. And I think we, you, you have to get back to the basics of you and what you like and what you enjoy and not feel bad about it. I know... Uh, there was a parent I was talking to and I wasn't sure I had to check myself because I don't think the comment she meant to come off as like a jab, but I definitely took it kind of as a jab. And it was about like, uh, this was a few years ago about how much we were traveling and the boys. And it was like, Oh, I could never be away from my kids that long. And I was like, huh? Should I feel a way about being away from my kids this long? And then I had to understand that we have these conversations with our boys when they were like, child, we're over this. Can we come with y'all? We did that. Mm -hmm. All of those things. But and in addition. made the other judgment. Or, 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 yeah, and uh, still adjustment. make an adjustment of yeah. like, I don't want to go out all the time because I know they don't always want to go and out. And this summer was like, we want to go. We've yeah, been stuck well, in the house. 2020, yeah. But I also think that we sacrifice what we want to do for our children, even when they're not asking us to, because other adults expect you to. Say that one more again, please. We sacrifice what we want to do for our children when they don't even want us to, but because other adults expect us to. Listen. And that comes across in shame. Mommy shaming. Yes. Mommy shaming is so real yeah oh my goodness it is so real and we're out here miserable or unfulfilled because not every woman finds fulfillment in being a mama we was having this conversation with uh one of our friends whose uh son is older and she was like girl i'm so happy that phase of my life is over and this man has grown he was stressing me out listen there's a movie called boyhood and the mom in the movie it's gonna be exactly what you're talking about Liz played by Patricia Arquette. When her youngest son, who's the boy, movie's super dope. They, they filmed it in real life over 12 years, mm -hmm. a little bit at a time. When her son is going to college, after her oldest son went to college, she was like, I, I don't know. I have nothing to look forward to. I've been pushing myself to get you out of the house and either out of high school or out of college. I haven't, I've lost what I wanted to do. Yes. What I want. The next thing I have to look forward to is my funeral. Yes. And what she said is if I'm honest with myself, I wish I would have told you guys that I don't want to put my dreams to the back burner because of you. I want to raise you and I want to raise you to chase your dreams. That means I'm going to do some things that you're going to miss out on. I had to have that conversation with my kids because I was lying to myself and telling my kids myself, I do stand up for my kids right. to take care of my kids. 
that is one of the benefits right. of doing stand-up and w- doing what I do. It's legacy. It's taking care of my family, taking care of Melissa. She can live her life freely. My kids won't have to worry about a thing likely in their livelihood, li- li- lifetime. But it's not why I did it. Right. I do it because I love it. Mm-hmm. It is a great benefit of a result of it. And the truth is, my dream does come with consequences. Right. I'm not going to be at every soccer game. Yes. I'm not going to be at every soccer practice. When your school decides to have a graduation the week before, <laughs> I'm going to miss it. To because make I up from a, last year. To make up for last year when I was there, I'm going to miss it because I, was, I had a show in Boston. I can't just not do that. Right. That's a decision I made when I went into this. And my kids hopefully understand, right? But I have the me part of my me, right? Now, I don't want that to dis- destroy us. But if, if Melissa, too, part of the reason why she was okay with moving to L.A., I realized there, if we didn't move here, there was going to be a nexus event in our marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that more than likely would have been me blaming you for me yeah. not making it. And then me leaving you or you leaving me or me being sad or depressed or Usher telling me that I messed up music. Which goes straight into parenthood. And this is the line that everyone uh, got out of it. And that is child rearing is a season. Your marriage is a lifetime. I think we approach parenthood as if it's the lifetime commitment. And that's not to say that you're not a parent for a lifetime. You are. Obviously you are. Yes. But child rearing is not. And so over consuming yourselves in that, when your kids get grown and leave and get married and have their own lives, you literally will be looking at someone that you haven't developed a relationship with over the course of the 18 years that your kids were in your house. Listen, the Bible says, train up a child in the way that he should go. The Bible says he got to go. You're training them to leave you. Even if they live in your house still. Right. This part of my training is complete. Me and your mother going to Bora Bora. There's a lot of places me and Melissa are traveling to. We're waiting for these boys to get a little bit yeah, older. Because we don't want to go with them. Y'all not going to Spain. Y'all messed it up because asking where the Wi-Fi is. Don't worry. When y'all move out, go to college, then we're going back to Spain. We go to Thailand. Phuket, Thailand. Bora Bora. The Maldives. Y'all don't deserve it. Yeah, I think we I think it's very easy to get consumed in that. And I get it. And that's not a listen. I don't have an unrealistic view of parenthood. It's consuming. Like when Kev is gone and I have to figure out Isaiah wants to have his friends over so they can film a video. And Joe also has a soccer game or he wants to go to his friend's house way across town. But I can't leave the kids in my house with Isaiah and his friends. They might vape. I, I I had a photo shoot. Oh, and add my own things. A couple weeks ago, I had a photo shoot. You just shoot. said me. Yes. You just said me. I had a photo shoot for my summer content, which I'm so excited about. But I just had a photo shoot for my summer content. And Joe's coach these days be like, oh, by the way, there's a game on Saturday. He does it all the time. It's not like we have a schedule. To to be fair, it's not scheduled time yet. They're just kind of ad hocing it. Um, but it's like, oh, by the way, I have a game on Saturday. Okay, I have a photo shoot that's not just one day but two, and you've already paid for it. We did a studio shoot outside. People are coming in. Like, I can't just change that. Nick, Mel, not Nick because she's out. Mel, can you auntie for me this weekend and go to Joe's game? And then there's a parent meeting afterwards. Can you take note and then send that over to him, which she literally did. But, like, trying to manage all of that is stressful. That means we're going to have to watch our baby. it is a lot. Oh, I'm so excited. I ain't, I'm not trying to. I ain't changing no diapers. That's what I don't do. You lying. I will. I ain't, I ain't lying. Doo-doo. Mm-mm-mm-mm. The point is that I do get it, and I'm not trying to paint a romanticized view of parenthood. It is consuming, and I get it. Um, but you, it's also okay to carve out time for yourself. Yes. And that, and it doesn't, I think the other thing is we feel guilty maybe because if you feel like it's just for me and it's not bringing in money as an example. Right then you don't feel like it. You're, it's valuable to do. It's not worthy of your time. Yes. And it is. It absolutely is okay to literally do whatever it is you just enjoy doing, and that's it. And that's the only reason you do it. Yes, if and that's it. If you just it. like hiking, reading, swimming, watching telenovelas, 
whatever. Yeah, I watched uh, uh, Jane the Virgin. Jane the Virgin. That last season was a little trash, though. But it was very good. I enjoyed it. Uh, all right. We're going to end on this one. Marriage is work. This is also one of my favorites because it's my own personal revelation about how much I used to hate when people said this to me. Why you hate My it? friend Dana said this as a comment, and I was like, I actually think you've articulated even better than what my revelation was. And that is painting this picture that marriage is undesirable mm. because you're calling it work. Got it. Uh, painting the, and I never understood because it's like are you really exhausted like when I think of work I'm thinking of work and it's not that I was also newly married and I didn't have a lot going on to be like oh child now this is work all of these years later it is work and I I, I I if you don't like that phrasing that's okay that's okay that's your business that's your business your prerogative like so like that it's fine that's your business but it is though most of that work is actually internal work. Yeah. Most of that work is actually dealing with your triggers and your insecurities and your mess ups and how you show up in this relationship. Yep. Most of it is about you. And that is work. Working on yourself is work. I've literally, folks don't like this either, but I mean, I call it toxic week uh, with Danny. But you'd be like, girl, you do so much to work on yourself. Sometimes you just want to be because it is emotionally and mentally exhausting and yeah. taxing to uh, try to evaluate ways in which you can show up better. That is work. And then taking that into a relationship with someone else, that is work. <laughs> it's work. It is. I don't have any qualms any longer about calling it work. And that's not to married say that it's also boy, not beautiful. Boy, boy, boy. That's not to say that I don't enjoy being married. Not to say that I wouldn't even encourage people to get married. I also would be very clear that it's going to require, it is an exercise in selflessness. That's what marriage is. And to constantly be uh, your natural disposition is to be selfish yep. and to work against that is work. It's work, y'all. I don't know how to tell you different. It's work. <laughs> I think if you cringe at that, I think that's okay. You can find another word for it. But it is. Yeah. It is work. Did you want to say anything to that? Sex. That was the lesson that I wanted to talk about. I skipped over it because it was it was short. Sex can be short sometimes. I want to do it, prioritize it. But no, I think you're absolutely right. I think I actually don't think I even, I don't think I, I agree with how you put it into marriage. It was definitely like marriage is work, marriage is work. Y'all yeah. get, before we got married, we, y'all get ready. It could be a lot yeah. more work than you. You're like, what is, why are y'all saying it like that? Yeah, it does make it like, ooh, child, I'm happy I'm single. Right, right. And shoot, singleness is work too. Anything else you wanted to add? Nope. Thank you guys so much for joining us for our 17 lessons. We didn't get through all 17. We never do. But I had never intended to get through all 17. If you're interested to uh, see more of these lessons, please follow me on Instagram at Miss Kev on stage. I was about to say at Miss That Chick Angel. Uh, <laughs> at Miss Kev on stage on Instagram where I will be going over the rest of these. I actually need to post two days. I think I can. I had to wait a little while between my brand deal um so thank you guys so much uh until the next video bye bye with linkedin jobs we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need marketing wizards found them software engineers found that project manager i could never seem to hire and found LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.